As we sit here in a cabin in Alaska eating actual garbage, swill not fit for human consumption, McLean's going to tell me a story. No one had to know that. I like to get all my secrets out into open. Jake's eating garbage. I'm eating uh, caribou. <laughs> caribou jerky I made myself. Actually, we shot and killed a moose this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, and by that, I mean I arrived at the airport this morning. And there was a moose there. It was stopped. Somebody else killed it. Not me. Hmm. No, we... We went to Waldo, Waldo Martin's Frontier Outpost. <laughs> Story, go. So... I had realized I had wrote this down on our West Bros group chat in Discord, but I had never told Jake about Islamic State University and how Idaho State University got written about in the New York Times because of how much of a failure this uh, idea was. So, Kevin Sirely is the current president of Idaho State University, and I think he's doing a good job. Uh, this a recent story? However, the president before him I think the year before I got there, was um, less than respected by many people on campus. He was kind of like Larry Martindale. If Larry uh, Martindale was less angry and more just corrupt, from what I hear, <laughs> this okay. is all hearsay. This is secondhand parody, parody, satire, satire. Uh, this is all secondhand accounts. But one of the Sheriff ways... Sheriff Craig Rowland is a good man. He's done a good <laughs> job. What is wrong with Idaho? One of the ways that this president, this university president, can make a lot of money for the school is by agreeing to be part of this uh, program with a Middle Eastern country. I don't, I don't remember what it, what it was. I think it might have been Saudi Arabia. I don't remember. But to bring all of these students who would be getting a stipend from the government to attend school overseas at Idaho State University in Pocatello, Idaho. Pocatello got a mosque, a mosque built right by campus. And Idaho State University made millions off of bringing in a couple hundred... Islamic students. Unfortunately, the cultures don't exactly mesh all that well together when you're taking conservative. Okay, I thought Mormon the direction. Town. I thought the direction this was going to go was he was like going to start disguising the Mormon students as Islam. <laughs> now that would have been good. That reminds me of that Soul Man movie made a while back. But uh, so what happens is. We get all, like, hundreds of Middle Eastern students come over to Idaho State University, and they don't, the cultures are not the same. Uh, the Middle East compared to conservative Mormon town Pocatello, Idaho. So, I've heard from many people uh, who would describe Clay, have you heard the Christian Taliban? <laughs> I, I've heard many people. The uh, Christo-fascists trying to take away your right the, to choose? Even the most Democrat, open-minded folk. Uh, said that watching Islamic students gather together on campus and just all start smoking cigarettes out in front of buildings where you weren't allowed to do that or drive their Mustangs that they bought with all the money that the Middle East gave them and just tear up roads and stuff around Pocatello. Uh, a lot of them were accused of cheating. Whoa! Uh, because, believe Racist. it or not, that's what they said. But the school <laughs> apparently did not... They were not exactly set up for success. They... They didn't really, a lot of them didn't know English all that well, so the the argument is that you could, even if they were cheating, you could kind of understand the fact that they weren't in a very good position, so, but they were essentially getting millions of dollars from the government to come and go to school here while not acting in a way that is in accordance with what you would want from your clean-cut college students. Um, eventually, everyone realized that this program was a big mistake and so the last of the the last of the islamic students uh had have le had left campus by the time i got there but it was a big a big to-do back in the day there was a new york times article written about it where was the where was the corruption and the scandal though uh that was with other stuff actually this is <laughs> this isn't even related wait to tell that. me the good story I don't, I don't even know about that I don't, oh I don't come on I'm i mean disappointed i'm i'm in the alaskan wilderness i don't, I can't just pull all this stuff up out of my out of my hat bro i just had to give give you what i knew already mcclellan you were just reading me the back of marley and me dvds no marley and me the puppy years it's not the same it's not the same i think you can afford to give me the story on 
the corruption in Idaho. I'd love to. I just don't know. What's love going it. on down in the lower 48? I don't know. I'm, I'm in Alaska. I'm all the way up here, they bro. They do things different up here. You know, from around here, Sonny. No. I'm an old sourdough, bro. I don't know. I, I know nothing about that. When you walk into the stores and there's southern things these days, I'm upset because I want to buy the decorations, like the snowshoes and the animal pelts. I don't want to buy the same crap I can buy anywhere else in the country. Show me the thing hanging on your wall. Yeah. You recall, uh, before we drove to New Mexico, we watched the classic, <laughs> what should have been an award-winning film, Jerry. Jerry. Oh, yes. Jerry. Well, oh, Jerry. Alaska has its own answer to the movie Jerry. Yeah, Into the Wild. No. Oh. I mean, yes, but no. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess that would be it. Although, you Chris McCann-list yourself doesn't sound as good. Yeah. Oh, well, how about that Timmy Treadwell? Also true. Um, but... Was that in Alaska? Yeah, that was in Alaska, right? About Christopher Canada. Nolan directed the motion picture Insomnia, starring none other than Al Pacino and Robin Williams. So I think with an all-star cast... Uh, one of the, our, the current generation's most beloved directors in Christopher Nolan. You think they put together a good film? I assume they did not. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard of it, so it must not have been that great. It could have been better. You're Al Pacino. You're yeah. an L.A. cop. Yeah. You might have done some misdeeds back done, in the I might have done a few things. You know, we were young. But you, you get know. called into this special murder investigation up in Alaska. It's a special investigation, and I gotta be there. Show me the way. So you gotta fly all the way up to Alaska. Gotta get on one of them red eyes. But while there. Oh, yeah? You go to an interview the people involved in this murder investigation of that this makes young sense, teenage yes. girl. But what the hey? Yeah, what? It's already 10 p.m. It's bedtime. Dad's that's, getting late. It's bright out. The sun is shining. Dad, they do things weird up here. What can I the say? The sun doesn't set in Alaska during the summertime. Well, I mean, it does. It's just so you can't time. sleep. But yeah, I get I get the problem. I the light. What, yeah. You don't got no blackout curtains in your fancy schmancy <laughs> I hotel. didn't think to bring them. You can't sleep on I, with all this light. Someone I shut can't sleep. Up. I better go murder someone. Is that what this is going? So you're investigating this man's... Yeah, right, right. Sorry to jump ahead. It's a reclusive author that might have murdered this teenage girl. Oh, an author? Yeah. You know, they're, they're the quiet ones. They're the ones you gotta they're watch one, out for. A, he was a quiet kid who kept to himself. Yeah, I see where this is going. But yeah. it's in the fog. It's on the coast. You seen the fog on the coast so, in Alaska? Yeah, yeah. So you sh may have accidentally shot your partner. I got a question. Yeah. Did a moose do it? Uh, no. Oh, what, what, wait, what was that part about me shooting my partner? You shot your partner who uh, was with you in L.A. and who might have helped you do this those misdeeds you did? Back in L.A.? You know, I forgot about that, but now that you mentioned it, that, yeah. you know, that something's springing to mind. And there. he wanted to come clean about the misdeeds that you done. Oh, can't have that. Can't have that. But uh, you didn't want him to. Yeah, no, you don't. You and then you that. kind of accidentally shot him into fog? Yeah, it was a hunting accident. Maybe actually. you accidentally shot him. But really, maybe he you shot him on purpose. You he don't know. You should have You were tired. You had I was tired. Uh, you know, you get a little tired. But nobody was around to witness this murder. Not a soul. Except, except the creepy author man that murdered that teenage girl. He saw it. <laughs> Am I in a fix or what? <laughs> so you tell me. Oh boy. You, are, uh, you, you, I've been in some scrapes in my time. You this tell, is you, one of the You tell them Alaskan state troopers, hey, I think it was the creepy author guy that shot that teenage girl that killed this. Uh, killed him. I wouldn't have done it. I'm a good guy. I've got mm. a clean record. I haven't done any misdeeds back down south. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you tell them that. But then you get a phone call that night. And you still ain't sleeping. Hey, at question. Yeah. At what point does Al Pacino make a dirt mattress? Uh. Now, and does that cure the insomnia? You know, they didn't say that on. It wasn't shown on screen, but I assumed it happened. I like the sleeping theme. And you gotta make a goes, snow yeah, mattress. Yeah, I see. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, unfortunately. You still ain't sleeping, because it's bright out. Mm -hmm. And now your mind is starting to get a little kooky. Because you ain't sleeping. You ain't got no rest. Uh, well, uh, like in my favorite film, Jerry, I gotta ask. Please do. Are there very long, very long, long shots of just nothing? Sadly, no. 
Which is why it wasn't. There's good no that. artistic value there. That's I'm what out. I'm saying. I don't like it, but I'll keep listening. Okay. So one night you're lying there, and you get a call from none other than that creepy author played by Robin Williams who might have murdered that teenage girl. Never liked Robin. And he says, listen here, Al Pacino. I saw you murder your uh, cop buddy that was covering up those misdeeds you did back in L.A. And I saw you pretending to be a genie in that Aladdin cartoon movie. We both done things we ain't proud of. I think you're talking about a different man. No, that was Robin Williams. Really? Anyway. <laughs> you so, never saw that classic 90s? Well, I didn't either. I just know he was in it. So anyway, Robin Williams says to Al Pacino, Look here, buddy. I got the bullet showcasing evidence that says you shot your partner. Well, guess what, Robin? You shot yourself. So what are we going to do? So <laughs> I went there. I went there. Oh, my. This man's a stand-up comedian. He thinks anything can be joked about. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of cancel culture. So Robin now, Williams, like the ten reasons I like Adolf Hitler. So Robin Williams says, "Hey, I'm a reasonable man. How about use helps me cover up that teenage girl I murdered and blame it on her ex boyfriend, and I'll help you stay out of prison for shooting your partner about it's those like misdeeds." It's like that. Strangers on a train. It's you know, a crisscross. Criss -cross. It's a crisscross. Yeah. They did a crisscross. Except, the, except they're both already dead, so I don't understand how that's gonna work. <laughs> That's, that's a good point. But Robin Williams says, I won't say anything about you shooting your partner. And you lie about the murder investigation and ruin the life of a teenage boy. That's a good idea. I and like Pacino, it. His mind is foggy, much like it was that night where he shot his partner. It's foggy. And he doesn't know what he's... He's, he's tired. He hasn't slept. Which means he's down to go ruin the life of a teenage boy over a murder investigation because he did some misdeeds back in the day. Um, so uh, then he waffles. Uh, at first he's on board with uh, ruining the teenage boy's oh, life. what a tangled web we And mean. then he says, maybe I won't do this. And then he says, maybe I will. And then he says, maybe I won't. Can you hurry it up? I'm getting a little bored. Uh, long story short, they shoot each other. And then he reveals to his female fellow cop that um, the misdeed he did was planting evidence on a pedophile when he couldn't actually get him arrested, but he planted evidence so that they could send him to prison. Those poor pedophiles are being pushed. It was that. It was cut. It was breaking one moral code. It was compromising on his principles just on that one little thing that led him down this road of sinning. It's those poor pedophiles. If I said it once, I said it a thousand times. And they're so, getting a raw deal. So on his deathbed, on his deathbed. Anyway, dog, it's on more things I like about Hitler. On his death dock, Al Pacino <laughs> confesses to his lady cop buddy that he's a bad guy. But then his lady cop buddy learns a valuable lesson about why she should be true to her principles. And uh, I think she says that Al Pacino was a good guy at the end. But I don't remember that. Um, but long story short, Al Pacino's dead. Robin Williams is dead. Uh, the teenage girl is dead. And uh, the pedophile went to jail, I think. I don't know. Oh, so happy. And... Well, not for the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a weird little choice. You know, it, I, it was almost good there for a bit, but the third act really kind of fell apart. <laughs> do, uh, do they seriously try to make you feel sympathy for the pedophile? No, I don't think. I don't think that was. I think that was a. I think that was a bit of editorializing on your part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for assuming. You know what they say when you assume? It means that you jump to a conclusion without all the evidence. Is <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, is that yeah. What they say? Okay, that's how that saying goes. You know, it's pretty bright out here at night. Uh, you got a gun on you? <laughs> I'm staying awake as long as you are. Okay. It's raining here in the Alaskan cabin. And so, and so we've decided to review our top five favorite episodes of the Bing Bong Theory. <laughs> My favorite is when Sheridan uh, says uh, the math thing. I thought it was funny when Leonard said said Bazingo. Oh, Bazingo. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> that show lasted 11 seasons. That show was over a decade. I don't know. Have you ever met anyone who actually watched that show? 
I remember Miss Cavanis in uh, middle school said that it was. She apparently enjoyed it. There's a throwback. I haven't yeah. thought of Miss Cavanis in a long time. Yeah. Apparently, she was into it. I don't know. Weird. Well, right now. But I'm... that's how long that show was on. That was back in middle school. It's true. Right I now, just I'm a little it. bit more concerned with uh, this uh, NBC Think article I'm reading. Is NBC the network that Bing Bong Theory aired on? I think so. But, Did uh, you know that he was wearing a superhero shirt? And I like superheroes, and so does he. So, that white is allowed. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it is. I came out here to Alaska to discuss the finer points of the Big Bang Theory, and the weather is getting in the way of my the podcast. The Bing Bong Territory. <laughs> the Bing Bang question. The Big Bang Bing Bong Bong. <laughs> Big Bong Bing Bong. I read your article. I didn't want to talk about Big Bang Theory anyway. It's not like it's my favorite show. Uh, Natalie Schreifer, writing for NBC Think Opinion Analyst and Essays, says, I didn't shave my legs for a month. In that time, I learned a lot about bodily autonomy. So NBC's just starting their own BuzzFeed thing now, huh? I guess. Someone's got to do it. Earlier this summer, I stopped shaving my legs. It started because of stress. I had had a rough week at work, and I forgot to shave. Then the rough week turned into two. By that time, the stubble on my shins was half a <laughs> centimeter long. I had no idea how much longer it would grow. Is this like the female equivalent of a neck beard? I think so. In the harsh bathroom light, looking at my fluffy legs, I felt like I was missing a critical piece of information about my body. My body? In the two decades since I had hit puberty, I hadn't let my leg hair grow out once, not even during the pandemic. It was time to change that. Oh, clearly, yes. Like most cisgender women, I had been expected to shave since my leg hair began growing. For me, that started around age 12. In the nearly 18 years since, shaving had turned into a twice-weekly ritual. Well, I think that might be because most women don't like having hairy legs. While I'd never really enjoy shaving, I liked the way my legs looked without hair. Yeah, That's you, why you do yeah, it! Yeah, you don't do it for the joy of shaving. Ah, oh, man, I just like your feeling. Particularly as a teenager, bare legs let me pretend I had control over my changing body. Okay, lady, you might have to... They made me feel like a kid again. What? At the time, I was repressing my bisexuality. <laughs> there, it <laughs> there it is. There it is. I think your issues go a little deeper than the legs, lady. I didn't know you could be cisgender and bisexual. I didn't know that's how that worked. Well, the cisgender, McLean, allow me to educate you, okay? I went to college. Cisgender means you're a woman who identifies as a woman, all okay. right? And then you're bisexual. Sex and gender are not linked. I, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I will don't. punch you in the face <laughs> until you admit they are not. Okay. Science says they're not I love science, but blizzingo. I, I have no absolute. I have no basis whatsoever to claim that, but I'm telling this to you as a fact. I love that they science. Are not linked. Bazingo. Do you effing love Bazingo. science? <laughs> Bazinga is right. Okay. Uh, the last thing I wanted was to grow up. I knew that as I got older, I'd Shut have up, to. Rain. I'd have to process my sexuality. If you were self-aware enough to know that you'd have to process your bite, can't you? Seems like something to be able to figure out pretty quick. I don't... I gotta process my bisexuality. Smooth legs let me act otherwise. They made me feel safe. By this summer, <laughs> at age 29! Maybe it would help if I closed the window. Well, that's much better. Well, all the other ones are still open. I. My goodness. It's a storm out there. It's a squall. Alaska decided to rain on me. By the summer, at age 29, my feelings about growing up had understandably changed. And maybe that minute was also time to change how I viewed my body. The night... <laughs> it's just a bunch of whining. The night I noticed my legs double, I decided to experiment with not shaving. My plan... I wouldn't remove my leg hair until it stopped growing. I'd measure it, <laughs> oh, maybe God. take a photo as evidence, and then return to life as usual, knowing a bit more about my Why autonomy. Why are you working at NBC and not my talking anatomy. to a therapist? Playing the role of an amateur She's scientist. She's still going! I even came up with hypotheses. 
I bought these seeds. I predicted people would laugh when I told them what I was doing. No, they might think what's wrong with you. That's what they've done for my previous experiments, which range from how long can it go without upgrading to a smartphone to what's the best gas project. Well, those are reasonable. I'm not going to shave my legs because I don't want to repress my bisexuality. Then, That's a little bit weird. Once they had their chuckle, I figured everyone would ask, so, how long did it grow? How many people asked that? None. Please tell me. What I didn't expect was the question I actually received. What does your boyfriend think? He probably thinks it's weird. The first time someone asked about it because he doesn't want I, to set off that gun. I, I wrote it off as a fluke. I didn't need my boyfriend's permission to grow out my leg hair. It was my body and therefore my choice. But then everyone else asked the same question. The data clearly demonstrated that this was a pattern. I don't understand that way of thinking. Why should I need someone's permission to do... Okay, you come to the office naked, and if anybody says anything, well, why do I need permission? This same standard is not applied when a man wants to grow out a beard or a mustache and his wife wants him to shave it. Nobody ever asked what their wife... Wait, what? Why do, no, well, no, what are no, you I'm, talking no, about? No, I'm saying that. I'm saying this standard is not applied. People aren't saying, oh, well, yeah, your wife wants you to shave your beard, but you should just keep it. Uh, your bodily autonomy. Men, got, men always got to shave for the goils. Are we proud to close those windows, actually? I think it's starting to rain sideways. That rain's coming down with the fury. I don't understand. Oh, you get it's just dumping. I guess the snow just gets switched with rain for one month. Well, the roof overhangs quite a bit, so... It does. It's probably fine. I blew up the thing. Yeah, come on. Please do continue with your article. Of course. You never hear anyone say, yeah, man, just ignore your wife, dude. You should totally grow it out. It doesn't out. matter your, what your significant other that's your bottle, That's hey, your bottle. That's your you know the You know the most important person in your life? You shouldn't need, you, you shouldn't need to discuss it. You should be able to do whatever the heck you want. Don't even consult them. Don't ever ask them about anything. You have no obligation to remain. It was my body and therefore my choice. But then everyone else asked the same question. The data clearly demonstrated that this was a pattern. The truth was... My husband got all... I, I've seen this before. Like, my husband and my wife got all offended when I got fat after we got married. Like, hello, my body should not be... Like, you should love me as I am. Like, no, dude, you have an obligation to uh, not, not just completely become a lazy slob. The truth was, I didn't know what my boyfriend thought about my hair experiment. He'd been away on a trip when I stopped shaving, and then he wasn't feeling well. So I hadn't seen him since I started growing it out. When I Sounds like you're that, avoiding the question. Yeah. When I told people that, the conversation ended. No one asked about me. How long had it been? Why I was doing this? How I felt about having fuzzy legs and breaking okay, a cold. Okay, let's recreate no your dream scenario. No one cares. <laughs> let's recreate this. I'm not shaving my legs. How do you feel about that decision, Mary? <laughs> how, how is, is that affecting conflict? you? Nonsense. And their 2015 book plucked. Rebecca Herzog, yeah, I'm not reading that. Uh, I'm not reading that. This lady is so narcissistic. She thinks I care about what she's doing with her body hair. What is wrong with you? The growth stopped around day 21. The final oh. length of my leg hair. Whoa! After 27 days. Oh, what? I got to write this down. <laughs> was one centimeter. <laughs> Though I got the answer to my initial question, the experiment left me with so many more. Who needs permission to act, and from whom is it obtained? Um. This was the defining moment of my young life. No one is dying over lake hair, but there are racist beauty standards to contend with. Oh no! Not to mention the wage gap. A lack of queer and trans rights. Not the queer and trans rights! And a dearth of abortion access. No! All of which minimize different groups and limit their authority over their bodies and lives. I'm so concerned! Anyway, 
That is devastating news that we have to contend with all this intolerance in society. I had no idea. I'm going to make up for it by preparing myself a good, classic, what, what do we call this drink that I've concocted? By combining Mountain Dew Thrashed Apple with Dr. McGillicuddy's Apple Pie Liquor. I like to call yeah, that something. I think I'll call it the Yukon Apple. That's what I'm going to call it. A thrashed apple pie. A Yukon Apple alcoholic beverage. Well, the Alaskan Apple. The Alaskan Apple. That's good. That's good. Write that down. Oh, someone... So, well, I got it on the West Road, so now uh, it's it's on the record. McLean, how do you feel about your mustache so far? How do I feel about my mustache? What business is it of yours to ask about my oh, no. body hair? Oh, no. I had no idea. I... My mustache is pretty good. I feel like if I shaved the beard to have just a mustache, it might work, but it might look a little silly. I don't know. So I was a little worried when I first started uh, growing out the mustache that it just wouldn't work, and that would be way too thin. And it is definitely not the world's thickest it stash. Takes, look, hey, I always thought that. It takes that, some paw. Well, it takes a lot of time to get that thing thicker. Yeah. I mean, it's not a question of the hair, because you have the hair in the right places. It's just not long enough yet. But it's getting there. You're looking good. You know? You know not I, in a gay way, but... It's, it's, uh, it's, gro it's grown out well. I mean, like, it's... I think I've at least hit, like, the bare minimum in terms of mustache thickness for it to be acceptable. Like, if it was any thinner and wispier than it is now, eh, I don't know. No, I wouldn't call it thin and wispy. It's just young, you know? It's young yet. If I, if I kept this until I was 70 or 80, it would be good. Yeah. But, a couple important points. One... Last night I came to the realization, as the midnight sun was shining brightly and I was laying there sleepless in my couch bed, that uh, I'm I'm almost at the point. It my mustache I could start it almost twirl. I could almost start you to twirl it now. Yet. Mine I could not do there. mine. I said I'm almost there. I'm I could it. do mine, but it looks a little weird when you do that with a beard. Furthermore, a little, a little fruity, you know. Furthermore, um, the the stash itself is so low maintenance, so so. So just, it, it just requires so little it. of me. It, it, it asks nothing and gives everything it has to me. And so I just go about my day. Occasionally I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh, I've got a mustache. And that's it. You know, I, I might just keep this until I die at this rate. It's just it that easy. Yes. See, what I can't stand is people who are like, oh, I'm going to do a mustache now. And then they go around with a mustache for like a month or something, and they never let it grow out fully. So it always looks kind of thin and weird. And then they shave it off and like, oh, this wasn't for me. But they can't commit to it. When people can't commit to something. I think it's that commitment. I, I think people are way too self-conscious these days. Like, it seemed like most people in my life didn't even realize I had one. After a while, they're like, oh, a nice mustache. Or the classic, you see Top Gun? <laughs> Is that... Yeah, yeah. Which, you know what? I'm okay with. I'm alright with that. My, anyway. uh, a guy on my softball team started calling me Top Gun, and I'll take that any day, you know? that You yeah. can't buy that kind of clout. I, I mean, look, there's the group of kids, you know, they're teenagers, they grow on it, cause, and it looks terrible because they're just a teenager. But, like, beyond that stage, you gotta just commit with it. I respect guys. Like, uh, remember Mr. Bueller? I respect a guy who just grows a good mustache, even if it's just, like, a caterpillar mustache. Even if it doesn't look that for great, sure. they grow it, but then they stick with it for the you rest know, of their life. You know, Mr. Bueller, a Dr. McGillicuddy, they're all good people in my book. Dr. McGillicuddy makes some fine liquor, I'll tell you what. I'll hey, this thing what. costs 20 bucks. You've already gone through half of it. Whoa, I think you uh, you share some part in this little escapade. A little bit of a part, but when you're making yourself an Alaskan apple, you don't need that much at once. I don't know what you're, you're taking it off. The Alaskan apple's growing. The bigger. legacy of Dr. McGillicuddy is... Oh, I'm glad they printed this. Being of sound mind and even better spirits, that's good, uh, I, Dr. Aloysius Percival McGillicuddy, born in the year of our Lord 1808, bequeath my home, livestock, and half interest in this shady eye saloon to my fifth wife, Hermione, age 22. To my son, I leave my watch, dueling pistols, and favorite pipe. To the world, I present the recipe for Dr. McGillicuddy's, whose refreshing taste has made me a bit of a legend in these parts. To your fortune, that pipe sounds like a good deal. I imagine Dr. McGillicuddy is a doctor in the same way Judge Roy Bean was a judge. Likely, yes. Tell the tell the world about uh, Soapy Smith, McLean. Well, Soapy Smith was a... First off, the fact that we're reined in on this Alaskan fishing trip... I'm... I'm taking a little creative license with it, but I'll, you know, I'll say that. We technically weren't fishing today, but planning to tomorrow. Um, but, 
Selby Smith, of course, was a, a con man, confidence man, that ran a series of schemes out of Skagway, Alaska. And so when uh, all the gold miners for the, during the gold rush would get there, he'd uh, con them out of all, not only the gold that they may have had, but also out of, like, all their supplies and equipment. He had his famous shell game, which is, you know, the classic, uh, oh, keep your eye on the bird. Watch oh. the pretty lady. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, suddenly, uh, you know, he took all your money. Stuff like that. Uh, there was also, he just sent out his gangsters to go rough people up and steal their stuff. And, uh, you know, it's times like, it's times like these. Uh, reined in in Alaska, stuck in this cabin, watching the bazunga theory. <laughs> the bazunga theory is my When I show. remember the last words of Soapy Smith. Yes. You shot me! <laughs> I've been shot! He's a good guy, I say. You know? Uh, How do you think his restaurant is? Oh, well, I was going to say the prices in Soapy Smith's uh, restaurant at uh, Fairbanks here were a little too high, but that kind of seems right for Soapy Smith's restaurant, actually, so... Sounds like something you do. Yeah. Uh, the only restaurant. It's kind of like how airports have a monopolies. It's like, they know you can't leave, so they have no shame in charging twice the price for things. Yeah, on July 7th, 1898, John Douglas Stewart, a returning Klondike miner, came to Skagway with a sack of gold valued at $2,700. The man's turned into a wicked media. Three gang members convinced the miner to participate in a game of three-card Monty. Uh, when Stewart balked at having to pay his losses, the three men grabbed the sack and ran. The committee of 101 demanded that Smith return the gold. But he refused, claiming that Stewart had lost it fairly. On the evening of July 8th, the, vigilant, the Vigilance Committee organized a meeting on Juno Wharf. With a Winchester rifle draped over his shoulder, Smith began an argument with Frank H. Reed, one of four guards blocking his way to the wharf. A gunman known as the Shootout on Juno Wharf, a gunfight known as the Shootout on Juno Wharf, began unexpectedly, and both men were fatally wounded. Okay, Smith's actual last words were, My God, don't shoot! Oh, that's much more pathetic than yeah. he shot me. Come on! A letter from Sam Steele, a legendary head of the Canadian Mounties at the time. Now, there's a man... Sam I, Steele! I gotta learn more about this Sam Steele guy. Indicates that another guard may have fired the fatal shot. Smith died on the spot with a bullet to the heart. He also received a bullet in his left leg and severe wound on the left arm by the elbow. Uh, Soapy Smith was buried several yards outside the city cemetery. <laughs> That's how you get him. Sam Steele. Now, there's man. a man. Sam Steele. Now, he knew how to do a mustache. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sir Samuel Steele to you. Of course. My bad. Tell me about the most depressing DJ you've ever heard. Oh, the most depressing DJ? Well, I was in Ontario, Oregon... In the Bymart parking lot, waiting for Jaden Payne to get out with his razor blades and shaving cream. And this man just comes on the radio. I don't know what station it was. I gotta go back there and find it, but... It was actually just a couple days ago. Well, the day before I left for Alaska. But this man was on the on the radio. And there was just some rhythmic-type drumming in the background. And he comes on... I don't remember his exact words. But the man uh, so says something to the effect of... Playing some uh, Neanderthal beats for you guys. I hope I didn't mess anything up here. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, if I guess I have to play something, I, and my wife left me this morning. I and... wish I, I wish I had recorded more of it, but this has happened before when I've heard something just weird on the radio and has just start recording it. But uh, I do actually I have the uh, some audio here. I don't know how well it'll translate. Like I play pretty much every show. Enoch Light. Um, albums Spaced Out. It's a Burt Bacharach song. And hopefully I haven't played this one for you too, too recently. If you're hearing a gunshot while this song is going, that was me. That, that was doing that in the background couple things about that is one the fact that he sounds so depressed and two that song was kind of a bop that he started playing i gotta be honest well, another scintillating record from one of the finest bands in the land and now let's talk about my depression let's talk about death i think it all started when my dad was mean to me that one time <laughs> my parents screwed me up <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Man, I think I, I'm a genius inventing the Alaskan apple. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
You're trying to take all the credit for this operation. Look, I give it to Doc McGillicuddy. He made some good liquor. But that man, he was born to assume for the invention of Mountain Dew thrashed apple. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know it existed. You know I got 50% claim in this Alaskan apple recipe. You want to put that gun down and we can talk about this like gentlemen? I, how about you put your, for your gun down first? I would if you'd stop slurring your words. I've had a little too much Alaskan apple. Yeah, darn right you have. A little Whoa. too much of my Alaskan apple. Whoa, easy there, pal. I'll take that. Oh, so you think you can walk in here, take credit for my idea. And who was it that found that vein of gold last week? Was it you or me? It was I me! I don't think it was you. It was me! If I recall correctly, I found it, and then you came along and said, Hey, that's some nice gold. What if I pretended I found well, it? Well, who was it that found another vein of gold and then didn't tell you about it even though we had a 50% stake and then took all the money for myself? Again, what? You heard me. I'm cutting you out of the I married your wife. My wife married you. Wait a minute. Who's getting screwed? Hold the phone. <laughs> it's always because hey, of a hey, hey, you know what? Let's... Drop the whole thing. We'll have another Alaskan apple. I don't know if that'll make this argument better or worse. This might escalate the situation or de-escalate it. Either way, it'll be delicious. Let's introduce some more firearms to the mix and see what that does. The only fire here is the delicious flavor of the Alaskan apple beverage. Yes. That I invented. I was I was gonna say this McGillicuddy stuff is interesting because I'm pretty sure it's like 80% sugar. It goes down more like a Smirnoff than actual yeah. whiskey. It's <laughs> not exactly. But it's 21% alcohol by volume, so it's not exactly the manliest beverage in no. town. But it's good though. Well, you know, you like you have your apple teenies. We had to call it an Alaskan apple. That, that it's it good though. Better. It's good. It's good. You seen this stuff anywhere else? I'm sure it doesn't. It's no, they probably sell it somewhere yeah, else. It's fine. Anywhere. The funny thing is, the root beer was good. Fresh apple is unbearably sweet by itself. The Dr. McGillicuddy's apple pie is also unbearably sweet by itself. But you combine them, and it's like they cancel each other out. Hey, what little lady's messaging you on the phone machine? Uh, she's a girl I hadn't talked to since high school, but she said I looked like Teddy Roosevelt in a picture in a video I posted on Snapchat of myself in Alaska. I'd take that as a compliment. I did. I took that. Uh, I thought the you know how the girls love Teddy. Yeah, he's popular with the girlies these days. That's yeah, the kind of manly he-man sort of two-fisted brute they like these days. They do love them. Not Teddy like Roosevelt. these soy boys on the TikTok. I'll tell you what. I don't know what's going on with I the kids these days. Jake, Gage, I don't want to know. Gage and I keep having conversations about why girls find these uh, e-boy rappers like Jack Harlow attractive. I don't expect you to know. That name that means is. nothing. He looks like a weasel, but the girls love him. The I girlies don't. love him. That's because the girls, they're immature. They don't know what they're doing. They you're don't know. At, they need a big, strong man You're like looking myself. at kids who were raised on the internet along with those boys. You know, they don't know it. what anything is yet. The real now world, this, it means nothing to now them. Now this is a man's man. Is that Jack Harlow. <laughs> I want to punch him in the face. He looks like Post Malone without the face tats. I want to punch him in the face. He's the kind of guy who should not be growing a beard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have certain guys who they, they try to grow a beard and you just want to punch him in the face. I tell you what, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm sick of it. Guys, you should only be growing a mustache trying to grow the full beard. And it's just like, no, dude, don't. Don't, Guys, don't, 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 don't. Some of these get folks need to go back to primary school. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You need to learn to out of a razor. Something needs to be done. Maybe they... They could use a should good... make a, a pumpkin pie flavor. A pumpkin pie. But now we're like, getting real fruity. I feel like that could go wrong. Fall Watch 2022 starts this month, by the way. It's true. Uh, technically, August is when fall starts in Alaska. Hey! Where he... yeah, welcome to fall, ladies and gentlemen. It's fall in Alaska. We just say it's like going to a different time zone. <laughs> it really is. It's it really is like the weather here is pretty much like mid-September. Yeah, this base of the McGillicuddy's root beer. I think uh, it tasted fine, but it tasted too much like a, a licorice sort of caramely root beer. I'm starting to think Doc McGillicuddy uses a lot of sugar in his products. A substance I thought back. I had sworn off until this trip. 
Things went things went awry. I'll tell you what. I tell you what happened was I landed in Juno, surprisingly tiny city, by the way, and there was nothing in Juno. Juno, it was like the middle of the night. Even in Alaska, it was the middle of the night. You know that two hours a night that they have, and Juno is a tiny town, like two buildings tops. Okay, not that small. But still, for the capital of Alaska, you'd think it'd be bigger than that. No, Nothing it's like Cheyenne, Wyoming. The only thing open was a donut shop called the Breeze Inn, which, as it turns out, amazing donuts. Who would have thought? I know, it was converted from a, uh, a video rental store, and they just, out of sheer laziness, left up the, the signs on the wall, like, science fiction, action, kids, adults. <laughs> they just left them up. They were just there. No But they're donuts... The best, even though they were basically just a convenience store, but amazing. Donuts. I wouldn't notice. I just went to sleep in the uh, first floor of the airport when I was in Juno after I hit up the snack machine. The only thing left in the snack machine was one bag of some chips. Really? Yes. They must have had some tourists come through. I guess so. I was Point is, I was desperate, so I'm back on carbs there. for this trip. Anyway, Jake fell hard. I fell hard. So hard. I'm gonna make myself another Alaskan apple. I might go out and use the outhouse. I'm thinking about In the it. The pouring rain? Yeah. Well, you well, want me to take my a guess? You want me to drop a deuce in here? Like I I'm, ain't gonna I ain't sing Like I'm Jaden's dog or That's something? just disgusting. I don't know why you brought that Jayden's up. Jaden's dog used the restroom in his house three times while I was there, and I just so happened to find it all three times. I'm starting to So now Jaden thinks I'm using the bathroom on nah, his nah, floor. I'm starting to think that Jaden's not too good at house training that dog. I think they've had him for like a week, so give him time. All right, I'll, However, cut, I'll cut him a little bit of slack. It was, looking pretty, it was looking pretty abysmal while I was there. It wasn't looking good. I think by a week, Dad at least had Teddy going on the pads semi-consistently. But their dog is a, a Doberman Husky mix. That's a large dog. It's a big dog. Is it like 40 pounds already? So when Jaden told me he had a puppy and I went over there and I saw this thing, I'm like, oh. You know, why don't you start with having a baby, Jaden? You can at least pick those up. <laughs> well. We all know the newspaper as we know it is basically dead. It's a well. zombie. I wouldn't go quite that far. I enjoy a, a periodical journalistic uh, piece of journalism every once in a while. I'm just saying, because the Eugene Register Guard is a communist rag, I very rarely pick up the paper these days. But the owner of For this sure. cabin has left several editions of the Fairbanks Daily News Miner, that's M-I-N-E-R, well, lying around. They've really just left the sports section with the comics in it. I don't know why they burned everything else, but anyway... What we've got here are some quality horoscopes. This is some good stuff. Now, this is from uh, three or four months ago. So Do they even bother pretending back. like, oh, I looked at the stars to divine this? Or just one guy wakes up, oh, well, if I could crank out a few today, well, you I'm should s- start dating again. Uh, I'll stick that with um, Aries. I'm assuming it's like uh, with everything else. It's probably syndicated. They get it from something else and they just publish it. Yeah, King Feature Syndicate. This is from everything. This is literally just the same horoscope you'll read at any paper in the country. So maybe they, maybe King Features ascertains the stars. All right, McLean, if you're a Scorpio, if you've been thinking about jumping into the dating pool, it's a good day to get your feet wet. Meanwhile, a local outing could be fun. What day is that? March 26th. Okay, this is April 12th. Scorpio, you could really hit it off with a romantic prospect. Perhaps it really is time to let yourself love again. Meanwhile, a creative passion or project can lead to joy. Wait a minute. I swear, every Scorpio horoscope is you're about to find the love of your life, and yet I still have no vision. (laughs) Virgo, love and romance favor you today. Both coupled and single Virgos can expect a heart-opening experience. Jake, you're at Aries. Engaging in something creative could give you the sense of renewal you've been craving. Releasing something that's no longer working can also do the same. You know, maybe they're talking about yesterday today, because that's that's right about the time we started it. McLean, Capricorn, you are probably going to experience a very bad event tomorrow. Stay inside, because very bad things are about to happen to you. Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Expect a positive or encouraging outcome. That was a close one. Uh, Leo, it's always the same. It's the same thing every single time. Leo, a large bill is due. This is getting specific, actually, for Leo. The good news is that the debt could be forgiven. Getting a loan approval is also possible. Just be clear on the terms. <laughs> Behind Leo, it's a good day for some spring cleaning. If possible, mm. donate stuff. This is basic life advice. <laughs> 
How can you bring more tranquility into your home? Perhaps it's time to redecorate or move to a new location. Working on a family issue is also possible. Dude, you could Wait. swap. You well, could swap uh, the horoscopes with the Dear Abby response. Doesn't it be exactly the same? Learning how to build a cabinet is also possible. <laughs> Taurus, time spent with a friend is exactly what your heart needs. If you want to be of help today, think... Pisces, the stars told her this, all right? Okay. The stars told me, if you want to be of help today, use your voice on social media to support a worthwhile cause. I beg your pardon? <laughs> the stars told me. I'm s how is that supposed to do to be... some spring cleaning how is that gonna and get on Twitter? How is that going to help anybody? Buclaim, <laughs> my Twitter account is impacting the world. I guess. Um, the whole entire world. Dear Abby, the season of pleasant weather and outdoor concerts is approaching. Invariably, we end up sitting by these chatter by the chatterboxes. Now, is this the Dear Abby column where uh, Janine Phillips, the ninety-year-old woman, comes out fully in favor of transitioning children? Uh, this is not that specific one. This is apparently someone who knew that she was all on board with this. This is apparently someone asking how to ask people to be quiet. <laughs> these folks seem oblivious to anything else, including the performers and the rest of us who want to enjoy the performance. I realize these are free concerts, but I don't want to have to listen to these rude people. Any suggestions for silencing them so we can hear what the rest of us came for? Signed, Disgusted in South Carolina. <laughs> disgusted. Someone's talking rather loudly. They just forgot their Facebook login, so they wrote into Abby instead. Dear Disgusted, keep your tone civil. You might ask, would you please talk more quietly? We are in trying to enjoy the performance. However, if they aren't receptive to your suggestion, consider moving as far away from them as I guess Abby's really taking the softball questions these days. She's not taking the, oh, my dad is divorcing my mom, and I think it's my fault kind of questions. Just the, how do I tell people to be quiet? Oh, no, I was a huge fan of the transgender child one. She did jump ahead first into that one, yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced that it's just, it's just written by a staff. I don't think Janine Phillips even exists anymore. Actually, I was recently, I saw in the Idaho State Journal back in Pocatello that they were advertising their, uh, 50th anniversary, 50 plus one, uh, high school reunion, uh, because it was delayed for COVID, so it's the 50 plus one, and, uh, then I saw a letter in Dear Abby the other day that was someone in Idaho who said they hadn't talked to their, their high, the, the girl they liked in high school and they never married, and now they're meeting for their 50th high school reunion. I'm thinking maybe we might have a love story brewing in uh, Pocatello there. Yeah, look, I'm not. It's not going to happen. First of all, second of all, Whoa. I'm not saying the people who Brutal. write in are fake. I'm saying they got the staff writing the responses. I don't think uh, Abigail Van Buren, also known as Jean Phillips, even exists. I think she's just look at that. That's barely like you can't. She doesn't even have like a defined that that this, picture they've been of her using is so this profile. No, they've been using this yeah. profile picture since like the '70s, man. Look at it. Look at her. Look at That's that true. hair. Unless she's like eating uh, like a Main Street vegan, I don't think she's <laughs> she's that healthy. <laughs> we know how healthy those Main Street Phillips never are. existed. She's like from Franklin W. Dixon type. Ah, Frank, the Daily News minor classifies. She's, she's replying with a paragraph. Real people, real results. She's replying with three or four sentences. Oh, McLean, you might want this one. Though. Overeaters Anonymous is holding online meetings for now. What's that supposed to mean? What? What's wrong with that? I'm just What's saying, I saw you demolish that eighth bowl of cap and crunch. Actually, overeating is a myth. I, <laughs> I saw you eating that cap and crunch. Let's see here. Fairbanks North Star Borough District uh, School District is seeking an executive assistant to the school board. This position will provide secretarial and administrative support to the Board of Education. And the, that sounds boring. Where are, the, where are, the, where are those hour. looking for a wife? Uh, I don't know if... That's, that's the fun classified stuff. I don't know if you, you see quite that many. I... Well, I'm just saying this. We got the comics. Sports. I'm disappointed. I don't know if that's quite as common as you think it is. Uh, if you like pina colada and getting caught in the rain. I don't. Why? Oh, never mind this. I like uh, elk meat and getting caught in the snow. Getting caught in a blizzard. Out here in Alaska. Well, this is the perfect place for you. Now I think those were wolves. No, hmm. I think that was probably just someone's... Oh, I thought... Someone's dog. <laughs> those were no regular dogs. I 
think it's someone, just someone's dog team. They're mushing their dogs this time of the year. Well, you can you can do it in the summer. We we have a like bike looking things that you can mush dogs on. I don't know if they're actually mushing them right now, or maybe they're just uh, maybe there's ten thirty at night. It's pitch black out here. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's still bright as the day. It's reading light out here. McLean, out of all the sausages in the world, where would you rank reindeer? Mm, I'm pretty sure I've only had, like, regular sausage. So I guess I'd rank it above that. So, number one. Reindeer sausage, number one. Mm. I don't know that much about reindeer. Other than, of course, their presence in the uh, canon of the Christmas tales of yore. But other than that... Nothing Google can't tell us. My main takeaway is that reindeer tastes good. We know that now. We do. I believe reindeer is just a caribou. Hmm. Okay. You think it knows the moose? It's probably friends. I think they're working together on this shindig. The reindeer, also known as the caribou in North America, is a species of deer with Circumpolar distribution, native to Arctic, subarctic, tundra, boreal, and mountainous regions of range of caribou, extends from Alaska through the Yukon, the Northwest Territories, and none of it into the boreal forest and south through the Canadian Rockies. So yeah, reindeer are just uh, caribou. All right, welcome back. We're two expert uh, outdoorsmen calling the moose to the yard. Yes, sir. Apparently you're supposed to do this a few times a day. Eventually you get a moose coming around. No, Jake, that's not how you do it. <clears throat> you want to try blowing the moose horn? Yeah, here, hand Take the, the moose horn. Here you go. Here. El moose! Where you at? That's not how that... You're supposed to blow the horn. Oh. Other end. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Try doing a long mournful call. Long mournful. If oh, that car don't scare the moose, that's a car. That's a car. That ain't no moose. That's a car. Moose can't drive, can they? No, no, I'm pretty sure they can't. Okay. Try, try a long mournful sort of like call. Like a lonely sort of moose? Yeah, you put your you put your mouth more towards the end of the under the reed, and then you just long. Like a like a, a it makes sad a lower nose. Yes, yeah, like a. Uh, uh, kinda. Here, let me. Uh, Man, you sound like a duck. That's what you sound like. Only <laughs> well, good ducks in there. Goose, moose, they're all the same. I think it just doesn't need to be that loud. <laughs> it's hard to maintain that note. Well, you want the moose to hear it. You want the moose to know. You want the moose to hear it. Set it down for a while there. The moose is going to think we're being a little desperate. A little too, too into It's a little weird. Right, she's a little too into me. I'm going to stay back for a while. Yeah, I don't, I don't want anything that, like, concrete. That's uh, it's, uh, it's just too much for me. I just want a sort of a casual thing. A footloose and fancy-free moose like myself. Johnson, you've never been more efficient. Keep it up. <laughs> Boss. Boss, that's not me. That's the moose that's taken over my life! Well, he's been doing a great job. But you don't understand, that's not me! How is he gonna give the big presentation? He's a moose! He's, he's trying to take over my... It's not, it's, it's not me, I said. I'm going home. I can't deal with this no more. I'm going home to see my wife. Surely, my wife. My wife can tell me. the difference between me and a moose. A stupid moose. He can't take over everything. Wait, where's my car? <laughs> the moose Pe got my Peg. car. Peg, Peg, that's not me. Peg, that's a moose. Peg, do I have antlers? Peg, Pe Peg, quit looking back between us. Quit looking at us. No, it's me. I'm me. That's a moose. Can't you see, Peg? He's a moose. I never had antlers, Peg. He's, He's got antlers. He stole my life, Charlie. He was working my job, driving car, my car. Kissing my wife. He left out my wife in my bed. A moose. Peg, don't you know me? Don't you even know me? Uh, has my nose ever been that big? Hey, buddy, why don't you get out of this bar if you're going to be making a scene? You don't understand, bartender. It was the moose. He took over my life. 
He hey. took over my car. He, why are you giving me this tab? I never had a tab here before. What? No, no, this was the moose. The moose ran up the tab. You don't, no, don't throw me out. Don't, ah, everybody's against me. The moose, he took it all. He took everything. Hey, watch where you're walking, buddy. Get out of the road. It's the moose. The moose. He told him this tab. Bob's Burgers is back on. McClane's found a new hit show, Bob's Burgers. He's a huge it's a fan. He's a huge fan of Bob's Burgers. It is not at all a bland mashup of Andy Griffith and The Simpsons. I cannot decide for the life of it what it wants to be, but one thing it knows for sure: make everybody look ugly and direct your actors to talk in only monotone. I don't know where you're getting the Andy Griffith part from? I think well, it's, it's trying to be like a wholesome family thing, but also like The Simpsons. So. It's kind of in between. I guess. I mean, it's, it's not as raunchy as the uh, other adult cartoons. True, but nothing so. funny ever actually happens, no, and everyone looks like they're a like, fish. Yeah, like, they're all fishes. Like someone tried to make a bland show. It's weird. It's very odd. Anyway, what I was trying to say was, That ain't me! That's, That's a moose. moose! It's a moose, don't you know me, Peg? You know, kids! Oh, kids, not you too! He ain't your father! He ain't your father! McClane, would you consider yourself a collegiate man? I would consider myself a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech. Hell of an engineer! Well, I don't want to get vulgar. All right, I'll give you that. The rain in Alaska is a lot like the rain back home, except it has a certain right. arctic flair to it. It's got a bit of that polar rain aspect. Yes, it does. It's like snow, except wetter. It's very much wetter than snow. I will give it that. I'll say this for Alaska Public Television. They have some good comedy. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, good thanks, everyone, stuff. for coming out tonight. Uh, I'm gay. I like other men. Uh, I have for a while. Uh, you know some people don't like I, gays? You're supposed to applause that. Applaud that? Applaud. Thank you. Thank you. All you right. know some people don't like gays? That's crazy, you know? you want, What do you think this is? The days back when we didn't like gays? Come on. This is, this is nowadays when we do like gays. Anyway, I'm also Indian. You can applaud that. Thank you, thank you. Native I'm, American. I'm a, I'm a fat. I'm big. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also, I'm I'm also fat, but I'm proud of myself. I've turned my vices, I've monetized my vices and turned them into comedy. You can always tell if it's a good comedy performance if they get more applause than laughter. I love diversity-based comedy. It's just so funny. So, uh, guys, you know, they're, what's up with the guys, huh? They like wi us women. What's up with them? What's up with the guys? What, guys like women. Like, isn't that that's crazy, right? That's like, guys, this is pigs. You yeah, know, they, they like, like women. Looking at my chest. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's bring on the next performer. Hi, I'm a gay woman who doesn't have a chest. So. Look at that man's mustache. Anyway, so gay men will hit on me, but then I'm like, hey, I'm a woman. And hey, like, hey, easy. I'm a chick. I'm a, I'm a lady. There's a lot of comedy in the diversity, McLean. I think. Diversity is our funniest strength. It's our funny. Diversity is not only our strength, it is it's our funny bone. humorous, if I do say so. Can Let's that? see if uh, Last Man Standing has regained its audio track I, yet. I don't think so. I don't think we're... I feel like it's probably not on anymore. That is how backwoods, desolate, in the weeds... This place when is. They won't even play Tim the TV Last stations. The TV stations can't even else. get the show to play right. Only the laugh track plays. Then they cut to the news. It looks like it's being done in someone's basement with the worst green screen you ever saw. Ever. It's just it, weird. It, it, the news does look like it's hosted by some guy who's doing it out of his mom's basement. This Alaska is remote, I tell you what. The, the TV's remote, too. Look at that remote you're holding. This is this that's that's about the quality of joke of that Indian Ninja Warrior still on. That's oh my crazy. Goodness. I am that's I nuts. don't care. Man oh man. Please tell this me a thirty minute nuts. inspiring backstory to this guy only to have him fail in like ten seconds. Please. Yeah, I really don't care. Be my daily grinder. And that murder show is still on. They got nothing up here. There's some weather. What's 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 going on in Denali? 55, raining in Paxton, Sheena Hot Springs, 55. We got Tanana, McGrath. So How are cool. things going in Juneau? Huh? 
Well, that's way down there in the panhandle. Just, I don't think it's... Oh, it's the pregnant lady. Okay, she looks like she's drunk. Okay, she looks like she's just completely smashed at all times. She just kind of stumbles on screen and then staggers back. We do not know that she is pregnant or drunk. This is all conjecture. When it's time to purchase windows and doors, you want to be sure. Yeah, I do. I do want to be sure that. In Alaska, they got to make super duper windows and doors. I wake up in the morning and it's 40 below. The weatherman tells me it's too cold to snow. I look out the window and I know that he's lying. My car's out of sight and the snow is still flying. Will the car start? Hey, you know it won't. Did they plow the road? You know they don't. Am I late for work? You know you are. Stuck again. So is your car. I shovel and I shovel and I shovel that snow. I gotta get out, but my car won't go. I get the cabin fever when the north wind blows. I gotta get out, but my car won't go. I call up the neighbor, he's got four-wheel drive. Get out, he's buried alive. Snowshoe over, play some 15 too. I gotta cheer up, cause I feel so blue. Crank up the blower, hey, it won't run. Grab the shovel, ah, it's much more fun. My back is broke, you're halfway there. Snowing again, well, I don't care. I shovel and I shovel and I shovel.